This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you're new to the show, I read articles from rock star real estate investors every single day. Because we know you don't always have time for long podcast episodes or audiobooks. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app slash landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Does allowing pets in your rentals make sense? Or just sense? S-C-E-N-T-S. Get it? By Dave Van Horn. (laughs) So to be quite honest, in my close to 30 years in property management, I've never had a problem with pets. My problems have always been with pets' owners. For example, it's usually not the pet who doesn't change the litter box, and it isn't the pet's idea to have eight dogs in one apartment. Yes, that has actually happened to me. 
I bought a duplex once with two one-bedroom units where I inherited a tenant with one dog who suddenly had a record setting eight pups. The funny thing was that my tenant decided she wanted to try and keep them all. People are crazy. Obviously, the idea of turning a one-bedroom apartment into a kennel didn't work out very well. No pet policies. I've heard many of these super landlords talk about how they have these no-pets policies. They're the type with zero tolerance. One guy I know claims he walks through his apartment building unannounced with a dog whistle trying to catch unsuspecting tenants. This may be taking it to a new level, but I do agree to a point. I have a no-pet policy too, especially if I have a newer unit that's in high demand or a unit that's just been renovated with a lot of new carpet and flooring. Other than a seeing-eye dog, my first inclination is no pets. When pets make sense. Still, there are scenarios when pets can actually make you money. For example, when I'm looking at a rental property to purchase, one that has a strong pet odor can be bought at a good discount. There are ways to get rid of the odor in most cases, whether that's removing the carpet, sealing the floor, or using a product like Odor Exit to mask the bad smell. It's pretty rare that you would have to replace wood, as you can usually encapsulate it, or, in other words, seal it off. Anyone who's done a fire restoration job would know what I mean. There are some other scenarios that make sense, too. Maybe you have a property that's tougher than normal to rent or isn't in the safest area. Maybe you can charge a pet deposit or a monthly fee. If you catch a tenant with a pet, this may be a good solution. If the unit had a previous tenant with a pet or the carpet is on the way out anyway, maybe pets would work out okay in this scenario, and you could get some extra cash flow. Paying pet fees is not a logical thing. It's an emotional one. To many people, their pet is a family member for which expenses are considered well worth it. Know when to draw the line. That being said, there are times when we all have to draw the line. And for many, the line is at wild animals, reptiles, or dangerous breeds. Please note that many homeowner and landlord insurance policies will not cover you with these types of situations, so be sure to check with your provider. Also, this is a good reason to explain to your tenant why it may be an unacceptable situation. And of course, insurance policies only cover legal activity. So it's the landlord's responsibility to stay up to date on any municipality or deed restrictions in regard to pets. For example, I have several rentals in a town that banned reptiles after a large snake ate the neighbor's small dog. As you can see, it's a crazy world property managers live in. That's this Tuesday's show. What do you want to hear more of? Shoot us an email at podcast at biggerpockets.com to let us know. Thanks for spending time with us, and I'll be back tomorrow. No, really. If I'm not back tomorrow, something's seriously wrong.